Um, basically, I like to rant, and I just love the idea of having space where I can just rant about whatever I want, and it feels like in some way uncensored or unfiltered, and not thought through entirely, but just like get to talk and just like get shit out of me because I feel like I have shit to say and that's part of my healing and my work and I think also a bit of my inspiration is that I just like go off on tangents about stuff some people really love that about me some people don't like that about me Um, but that's fine and I just feel like I want to do that more I remember one time I can't even remember who it was, but someone came on CBC and they were introduced as a professional ranter or something like that. And I was like, this is amazing. If I knew that there was a career in ranting back when I was an undergrad, um, I don't know that it would have changed a whole lot, but like it would have provoked me in a way that I don't think I was otherwise. Because even at that time, like when I was in undergrad I had plans to go to grad school and I really loved research and science and learning and all that and I still do and it's amazing Um, so which is maybe what I'm going to rant about now but uh, generally so I had a backup plan actually is what I'm going to say so if I didn't get into grad school my backup plan was I was going to start a talk show and you know in a lot of ways that's kind of what Mandy Land feels like to me it's like a 20 year old Uh, trying to come back to something that I think is really interesting and important it's just like having conversations hearing people talk and share ideas and um, and I'd like to do that more and you know I wish in some way I had the resources to like do a really good version of that but uh, for now I do it the way I do it but okay let me rant one of the things that I came home with yesterday which I did rant to Mike about was students and students at the university and me teaching and my role as a professor there and one of the things that pissed me off was that I got an email so it was bad weather and so I got an email from one of my students and they said that their car died it was at 1 30 we had an exam or test at 5 10 and they said that their car was dead and they couldn't make it to class to write the test And so I replied back and I said, well, there's no makeup. You have to come. Like, you have to come. And the student wrote me back again and said, well, I have no way of getting there. An Uber would cost $40 there and back, $80, and I don't work. So what do you suggest I do? And I was so annoyed by this because I'm like... What, why is it my responsibility to figure out what you need to do to get to class? Like, I can't do that for all 120 of my students. So, like, do you have any sense of the time that you're asking me to put into your problem that is not my problem? And it really, like, I would love to be sympathetic towards your problem, but I'm not going to be sympathetic towards your problem when you pitch it to me like it is my problem. And it was frustrating. And so then what happened was I ended up emailing them back and saying, I can only accept medical excuse, um, religious holiday, or death with a death certificate as valid excuses. And so I knew that that was like, anyway, I knew what potentially could have happened, and it did. So the student comes back and sends me 
uh, or emails me a letter from her doctor saying that she was sick and not able to attend the test which is total bullshit obviously because she just told me an hour before that that she had no car and I mean that's fine and I feel like it's so stupid because I basically put her in a situation to have to lie I didn't the, the system did because we only accept these excuses and so it's easy to get a note from a doctor and so she did that and I'm like great now she gets off and she gets to you know whatever and it's just annoying <sighs> so that's annoying but like generally the university system annoys me in general because all that shit like whatever there's those excuses but there's another part of the university that annoys me and I'm gonna sound unsympathetic here but I am going to come full circle and explain why I'm not being unsympathetic so I have about 10% of my students who come with accessibility issues um, or they come through the accessibility office and so they get accommodations to write their tests how when they attend class and um, note takers and all this stuff and so like 10% is a significant amount so I've got about 10 in a class of 100 and so the accommodations are getting quite uh, out of hand and by out of hand I mean it's a lot for people like me to manage and so on the one hand we've got students who need things in a auditory format I've got other students who need things in a visual format I've got students who uh, have to do private testing situations I recently got an accommodation where a student needs to listen to Spotify while they're writing their test which I get it's probably because they have anxiety and maybe they need the like rhythm of the music which I know I've had to do in the past when I've like my mind's too distracted and I need this like regular routine of a song playing in the background and it helps me like focus and literally well at the time I would stay put because I was using a disc man which should be a disc person um, anyway and then plugging it in so I literally couldn't get up out of my desk without moving that I guess it well they're just big so like who's gonna walk around with that so it wasn't that it was plugged in but anyway obviously there's different ways around that but it was a good feature at the time so I get that and then you know there's just like there's so many different accommodations like you know I have to give uh, lecture slides a week in advance and it's just like it's out of hand for me as one professor who is catering to uh, 10 students who have specific needs and then the additional you know 90 students who have needs and either haven't expressed them in an accessibility letter or accommodations letter or who just get the sort of generic version of how I'm lecturing or they do come and tell me about like this and that and they have questions and like I mean I get a million different questions like I give an inch and they take a mile all the time I give them study guides and they ask about like every specific line I've already told them what sections they have to study from the textbook that are going to be on the test and then I give them open big tests and then there's like you know extra questions about that and you know it just like it never it never ends and that is the issue that I'm ranting about right now because it doesn't end it just goes on and on and what I what I know is going on is that we've taken this very like industrialized version of education which all students have been participating in at least North America and probably 
you know, other British colonies, including Great Britain and most of Europe or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, it's this industrialized version where it's like we all get the same thing and it's delivered in this very same format, which we know, I know as a neuroscientist and a psychologist, we are not all the same and we all engage with things in very different ways. And so what happens is that we get a voice for one of those particular needs and then another need gets a voice and then another need gets a voice. And what we're starting to do is basically take this like, binary of like you either go to university and you get this or you get an education or you don't and we're starting to like see all of the the non-binary uh you know we're digitizing everything along this like binary so we're creating more point points that like this voice is needs is needs to be addressed and that voice needs to be addressed and so we're trying to cater to all the uniquenesses that actually make us human and make our brain very human and we're doing it in a way that is creating lots of challenges for the single professor who's up at the front. I don't like how this is, is being done. Like I, I think that I should be teaching five different courses and I can present one where I'm just sitting there lecturing. I'm just gonna sit there and use my voice. And then I can do another one where it's like just visuals. I'm gonna give you all these visuals and I'll just like bombard you with example after example after example until you like really get what this concept is. And then there's another class where all we're doing is we're playing, we're experimenting, it's all hands-on learning. And then maybe we have another class that's a flipped classroom where I don't do anything except be there to ask questions and the students learn and they read and they can do all their research. And then maybe we have another class where it's all problem-based learning where students come in and say, okay, these are the things that I want to learn. Let's go figure out how we can sort of do this and like crowdsource it to bring in the, the knowledge. I mean, there's so many different methods out there. And then we could have an online course for the students who can't come to class because they have too much anxiety and depression because that's also a thing where people come here can't come to class and so I have to provide accommodations for what they uh, need in, in order to fulfill their learning goals while not being in class like it's just it's absurd that we're trying not that they ha people have needs what's absurd is that we are trying to accommodate everyone with this like one style of education and it's not working <sighs> so what's the solution um i don't know do i have to provide solutions in a rant i don't think that that's necessary I guess if I was doing this on Facebook, I could ask people for their solutions, but um, I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, I have my own solution, make smaller different classes. Like I'm a huge fan of the idea of mentorship-based learning, individualized learning. Um, it's not economically practical at all because we can't deliver it and, and have the university still make money on it. But I don't think that that would be my goal. So uh, yeah, there's lots of solutions out there. One of the solutions I'm doing is I created a micro degree program. And this is kind of in some ways just to like fulfill my own need of having like good intellectual stimulating conversations and discussions with highly engaged, um, very smart learners who want to learn about neuroscience and psychology. And so it's small 
um, you know, four to five student class, and it's making use of the information economy that exists. So we have we have all this knowledge out there. So I'm kind of like a guide. I'm kind of a you know support system for helping people. I'm a navigator, I guess is another word, but helping people navigate all of this knowledge and not feel untethered to a home base, which is me as the neuroscientist and psychologist who can give the context and the framing around all this stuff and ask questions and you know help students decide if like they should be going down that rabbit hole or not. Um, and and I love this model. It's so good. I mean, it's very, um, you know, consistent with the graduate student model. But um, I think in a way that's actually a little bit more useful in terms of not just like academic scientific sources of literature. Like those definitely there's an emphasis on using those sources, but also taking you know second and third account sources and finding like lots of information that exists out there so uh, but good sources but being able to critically evaluate the source and know that this is something that we should take in okay uh i think i'm going to end with that rant and then should have done this on facebook live i was thinking about that but uh i keep uh, holding myself back i don't know i'm scared I'm scared to, to do it because, you know, the reality is, is that this is on there and I can delete it. I can edit it if I need to. Can't do that with Facebook Live, but I really feel like that's what I should do. I got to push my, my discomfort boundaries. I haven't done that in a little while, but maybe not today. Okay, that's it. 14 minutes, 14 and a half minutes, 50 minutes, under 50 minute rants. That's what this will be, under 50 minute rants. Okay, thanks. If you have a rant that you would like to share with me, please feel free. Send it along. 